in a world filled with intergalactic space battles. Metahuman destruction on a global scale. And psychopathic serial hauntings. There's only one team who can make sense of it all. When your world is overrun with rampant pop culture, call Luminary Guardians of Geek. Oh, yeah! Season Woo! five, baby! Season five! 130,000 explosions we've done so far. <laughs> is this, this is episode 130,000, isn't it? Yeah, about that, yeah. Minus yeah, about okay. 129,385, but it's, yeah, it's right. somewhere in there, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm Loop. And I'm Larry! <laughs> this is Guardians of Geek. It's been a while since we've been on. Like, it's, uh, well, we had, we took the summer off, so where Falls just started, like, officially, like, last week or this week so we uh we're we're, we're back in in session season five and uh, as you can see behind me there's a uh i got a new uh game of thrones yep. inspired logo yeah it's all about it's all about the game of thrones it's all about fantasy this year oh yeah <laughs> i don't know what that means but that's how we're starting out <laughs> so that's I didn't even think we'd make it to season five. I didn't think we'd make it past episode five. So <laughs> yeah, that's I'm true. Yeah. The only different thing we're going to do, uh, we're still going to do pop capacitor. That's all the same. We're going to bring back top pop, but we're not going to talk about things coming out unless we feel like it. Cause top pop is now just going to be things we're geeking out about. It could be something coming out. could be something we're just currently doing. could be something old that we've re-experienced. There's lots of things that can go uh, different ways it can go. So let's check it out right now. Let's go with top pop. Hey kids, it's time for Luke and Larry's Totally Tubular Top Pop! All right, there's the opener. It is back for Top Pop. I think we had just that sitting around. Yeah. <laughs> we hadn't been using it in so long, it was getting dusty. Hey, like, I actually, we had to kind of take the dust off of the thing and shake it out and make sure it still worked. <laughs> So, hey, we can reuse this again. So, so Top Pop basically is our, just things, like I said, like that we're geeking out about. And uh, I'm going to list them all, the, f the four different, we're going to do four things today, and we'll just talk about each one as we go. Um, we're going to talk about new toys, Comic-Cons, Andor, and then Rings versus Dragons. Those are your categories. <laughs> yes. I'll take rings for a thousand, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, we'll start with new toys. Uh, so... Both of us kind of made purchases that uh, you often see like ads for toys or like an article about a toy. And I, last year I, I did that. I saw an article, I think it was in, um, in Nerdist about this toy from uh, Clash of the Titans. Wait, wait, can and I just stop you for a second? Yeah. We, we need to, we can't call them toys. They are adult collectibles. Yeah, they are collectibles. I should, I shouldn't say toys. <laughs> yeah. Adult uh, collectibles. It says it right on the box for adult <laughs> collectible uh, collectors only. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. I call them, uh, when I talk to my wife, I call it investments. These yes, are investments. That's um, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm a big Clash of the Titans fan. I saw this last year. And it's been almost eight months since I've ordered this. And I did it on a whim. I was like, oh, my God, I got to order this. So do you remember Bubo, the, the owl from Clash of the Titans, the mechanical oh. owl that the gods give to Perseus? That So I uh, kind of. Oh, he's so awesome. And he's gone. Uh, there he is. Oh, there he is. He's so cool. That's really cool. Okay, so it's got uh, it's got moving head, moving beak. Its beak opens, oh. and it's got like the wings open as well, which is really cool. But it's it's um, it's made out of vinyl, but it's it's full size. It's the size. This is the size of the owl in the movie. 
So, so it's like, are you gonna, it's exact are you gonna replica. keep it? In, are you gonna keep it in your backyard on a branch? I am, and then it's gonna go. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's the plan. Okay. Yep. I love this thing. I'm like, I was, I saw it. And I'm like, I gotta get this, and it's like, I'm so glad I did, but. It was uh, it was a bit expensive, but I got it. <laughs> when when you see if if you run into Loop on the street, he'll actually be carrying that because he can't part. With I, it. Yeah, I'm gonna carry it all the time now with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, very, it's very exciting. Uh, speaking of which, um, you kind of need to be watching the YouTube version of this of our of our podcast. You're not gonna get the whole experience if you're just listening to it on. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, as as an audio podcast, so switch over to the YouTube side. To see what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, so this is exactly basically it's an exact exact replica of the owl from from the movie. Like, and it looks like dead on. It looks so cool. So that yeah, that is very. We've been talking about this thing for many many months. So we were yeah very, yeah because I, I was I'm yeah. like, when are they shipping this out? I ordered it back in like October, <laughs> November of last year. So yeah, um, that was very exciting. And, it, and when you know it's a pre order, you know like the cost is no issue because yeah. you haven't paid for it yet, so you don't care. So I just ordered it, and then I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh Jesus. More expensive than I thought it was going to be by the time they're shipping. Yeah. And, and then on top of that, when I went to get it, they, uh, so in, uh, in Canada, the post office, like they, because it has to go across the border they, and it's, and it's of a certain like um, cost, they, they charged me another 50 bucks when I picked it up for border what? charges or something. And I'm like, okay, now I got another 50 invested in it. So oh, yikes. Yeah. That's, that's pricey, but it's, worth it. <laughs> oh, it's so cool. It looks so cool. <laughs> so what did you get? All right, so I, I uh, did a little shopping of my own. Um, so since we couldn't make it to the San Diego Comic-Con this year, or really ever, uh, I, I was paying close attention to their um, exclusives and what they were selling and what was going to be available. So one of the things that was available, I, I got know. instantly excited about, and, but, I, but it was at San Diego, San, San Diego Comic-Con. I was like, ah, I'm never going to get this thing. And then for whatever reason, they made it public for a really short window. And I happened to like catch it when it was made public. So I like, of course, jumped on this and, and had to pick this thing up. I don't, now that I have it, I don't really know what I'm going to do with it, but I, it was something I had to have. And it is this. Oh yeah. Bad robot. See, bad robot. That is bad so robot. Cool. Is that like leather? What is that? It's like leather. I, it might be like pleather, but it, but it mm, smells like leather. But it's, it's like it's, it's huge. It's huge. I don't know how. I don't know if you, there you go. You can kind of see there. Look at. Oh it's my god, huge. that is so cool. Yeah, it's the it's like spot on the actual thing, and it's because I, oh look at <laughs> <laughs> it's Toy Central here. I mean, adult collectible Central. <laughs> yeah. So I've been obviously a fan of of J.J. Abrams forever, um, and you know some of my favorite shows, Lost and Fringe. And then the Star Wars uh, movies and just like his, his the, the worlds that he's created have been amazing. And they always end with bad robot. Yeah. So I, just, I had to have, oh, I'm gone. I had to have the bad robot in my house. Again, don't know what I'm going to do with it. Um, and it looks cool yours, though. That looks, it's, it's super cool. His, his little hands move. Oh, well, sort of, they're kind of bendable. Um, but unlike, uh, unlike loops, mine was not very expensive at all. It was really, I was really quite, uh, it was 50 bucks. That was 50 was bucks really, for that? Yes. I was like, how could I not get this thing? So mine was many 50, mine was many 50 bucks. Yes. <laughs> $50 just to get it out of the post office. I couldn't believe they charged me for that. <laughs> <laughs> that 
That's crazy. That's awesome. I love, I love like just the, like, I love these toys and these replicas of things. Yeah. And, and it's, it's just so exciting. Like it just, it, you well, just have to own it. If you're a fan, you've got to have it. Yeah. And I love that we're adults now and can make the decisions on our own to buy these things uh, <laughs> without permission. Although when they show up, we have to justify having these. Why, why we had, as I got that question. It's like, do we need this? And like, yeah, yeah. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> I put, in the, I put mine in the living room till Jen noticed it. Like I just yep. like let it say, and then she's like, "What is that?" Like, yes, <laughs> yeah, she knew. She already knew I'd ordered it a while ago, but it yeah. was like, <laughs> see, I told nobody. Mine just showed up, and I put it on a on a table in our basement uh, near the TV. And my wife and I were watching TV, and she just looks over and does this. What? What is? Why? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> Never question. Never question. Why just, we need? If you, put it, if you put it out there, it looks like it belongs. That's all. I that's can right. Say. That's all. You just, just <laughs> add it into the collection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's move on to Comic Cons. Speaking of toys yeah. and things to buy, so yes. uh, this has been the year of Comic Cons. We've been like, like all, almost every Comic Con that I know of, that especially in our area, has been has been a go. Yeah, it's it's just, I mean it's been so long. So finally we're able to jump back in. I mean, we did get to go to Fan Expo last year, but it, it was kind of a a half expo. It really yeah. they, they didn't they weren't able to come back in full force and it was a little awkward and not not the best. So I don't really consider that a full return to the Comic-Con yeah. world. But this year was 100% back to Comic-Conning. Vendors, like there were yes. some areas that would normally have been filled with vendors they didn't have, but that's fine. Like it was, they had lots yeah. of vendors, like they had tons. So yeah, it and was the, good. The, all the celebrities were back. They had a big uh, Game of Thrones contingents, uh, contingent, uh, contingent, contingent, contingency, contingency. No, that's not yeah, the right. You know, know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Lots of people from Game of Thrones. I mean, uh, Stranger Things, not Game of Thrones. Stranger Things. <laughs> what show are you talking about? I don't <laughs> know. This Game of Thrones. Yeah, a, a, lot of, a lot of cast members out. from uh, Stranger Things were there. Like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was just it was just exciting to be back and to be mingling with you know the hundred thousand people that uh, that we haven't gotten to see in the last th like three years. So yeah. that was pretty exciting. That was the uh, fan expo in Toronto in at the end of August, and then uh, and then London, where we live, had a had its own uh, London Comic Con. Uh, so we uh, we attended that one too. It's just comic cons have just are just so fun like it just yeah. feels like going home you know you, you you just have this kinship with all these people who are there and uh and it was just it's just so great to be back <laughs> yeah and i think we have i think we're doing uh in the end of october freight mare at the falls yeah which is in niagara yeah, falls canada and it's like a um it's a, just just a horror con yeah yeah so it's, it, it'll <laughs> be fun some, except for some reason tom arnold is going to be there I, I think I'm he was in like one horror movie. I think like I don't he know. He was in, he was in one of the uh, Freddy, one of the Nightmare on Elm Streets. Like, uh, yeah, he was Freddy's Nightmare or something. And but I feel really, like he played himself in it too. I feel like yeah, I, 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 mean, I can remember. Tom Arnold. Yeah. It's Tom Arnold. Well, he was married to Roseanne, so I mean that could be frightening at times. So we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> hey oh, <laughs> so dumb. Yeah, so the, the, we're back and we're we're all like we're we're fully we're at one hundred percent geek level again. Oh yeah, is, it's it's been it's been a good year for cons for sure. It's yeah. been a lot of fun. All right, well let's move on. There's a lot of TV has come out this year already. I'd say this year has like the most returns in TV that I've I have ever seen. Yeah. Like every show I know that can come back has come back this year. Some shows have had two seasons within yeah. this year. Um, it's just been like incredible the number the amount of material that's been been pumped out this year. Um, but yeah. one of the shows that came out, Star Wars, has been continuing on, and Andor just came out. So uh, I know you're a huge Star Wars fan, Larry. Tell me what, what you think so far. I'm obsessed. 
I am literally obsessed with Andor. I, to me, this is what Star Wars should be. I, so um, Rogue One, as, as hard as it is to say, because, you know, I'm, I'm like, I will forever be like a fan of uh, episode four, five, and six, the originals. Yeah. Um, but Rogue One for me was the best of the new movies. I just, I love it. I could watch it over and over again. And, the, and Andor feels like that. Um, it is just, it's so real. To me, this show feels like what it would feel like to live in that world. It's its dirty, it's gritty, but it's real. Like there, are, there aren't stormtroopers like trooping around and, you know, uh, you know, shooting things. And it's just, it's like, it's like, you know, espionage and, and criminality and it's just dark, but yeah. it's just so real and everybody in it the casting is phenomenal like the people are just so well cast and it, i just i love it this is this i could watch i watched the first three episodes back to back because they all released on the same day the next day i watched all three episodes again back to back i'll probably watch them again t- today is um, a wednesday that we're recording this so yeah. episode four i think has just released today I'll probably watch the first three episodes again, then watch episode four. <laughs> I just, I literally can't get enough of this show. <laughs> I'll tell you what I think of it is the, okay. uh, um, this is what I think of this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, you wait. No, no, it's like, I like the tone of this one a lot better because it's more yeah. like Rogue One. Um, yep. Like not like too dark, but like in that sort of like more reality based. Um, yes. And what it, it's done is taken the goofo meter and turned it down. Like of the Star Wars goofo meter. <laughs> <laughs> because and this is what I see. This is what I I found like with um what was the last one they did? Um, Boba Fett. Boba uh, Bo, no between those, um, uh, Obi Wan. Oh, uh, Obi Wan. With, with, with yes. Obi Wan, I found it was like I, I was so excited about it. I just found it was a little too goofy. Like there was too many things that were like there was some great moments in it, but there was also yeah. stuff in it that I was like, this has just gotten like the, the the last episode for me saved that series. Yes. But like it got goofy, like when there was the uh, he'd pulled up to that gate and it was like a like an electrical yeah. gate and he could have easily walked around it. Like it was almost yeah. like, oh, how do we get through this? And I'm like, OK, like just little yeah. there, it's it's the the details that that ruined it for me in that one. Uh, but this one is great. I love the tone of it. I love like everything about it is so cool. Like it's just it is. this is what a Star Wars show or movie should be well, like. And so, sorry, go on. I was gonna say, but just I do like a little bit of humor, so I like like the the robot that's in it. Um, yes. I and I'm I'm assuming the other uh, what's his at um, KSO one or what's his name? Uh, the, yeah, K, KSO. Yeah, yeah, KSO. I, I'm assuming he'll be in it at some point later well, in I would the series. Assume, uh, yeah, I would assume. So what what they've said is um, that when this series ends, it ends the day before Rogue One starts. So oh, it'll cool. take yeah, it'll take you right up until rogue one so it'll when rogue one when it's finished it will be like this huge universe that they've built leading up to to uh to rogue one and including rogue one k2so sorry it's k2so yeah i've heard yeah. that the um like this is like several seasons but each what each season's about 12 episodes and they're yeah. each one's like a different year or something or i, I can't well, remember how they built it like but well that because um so if they're taking it up to the day before rogue one uh there are this is five years before rogue one happens so potentially there could be five seasons and each season is a year uh, potentially in in span so i've got i've got one theory that i'm going to put out here now okay so since this since this uh takes right goes right up to 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 rogue one i do think we're going to see k2so and here's my thought 
the new droid that they've introduced um, is called, um, oh no, what's it called? Um, B2 EMO. Uh, okay, yeah. Him, oh yeah. They call him B2 or B. I think if you listen to the way that B2 talks, he sounds very similar to K2SO, just he's like irreverent and kind of like talks back a little bit. And I have a feeling over the course of the seasons that his personality chip will be transplanted into K2SO because K2SO was a reprogrammed Imperial droid. Right. Um, so at some point he's been reprogrammed and he's, he acts very similar to this little droid. And this little droid's been part of um, Andor's life for a long time, for years yeah. and years. So I think that something will happen to this little droid and his his personality chip or whatever will be transplanted into K2SO and that's how that will happen. That's my prediction. That's okay. I'm just putting that out there early on so that when it happens, you can look back and say, Larry knew what he was talking about for once in <laughs> <laughs> for once in his life um and i have one more quick thing to say about andor and, and one of the reasons i'm so into it um we got a chance over the summer to uh go to disney world my family and i and went to galaxy's edge oh that's uh, right yeah that's very cool. yeah so uh and spent a couple of days in galaxy's edge the set the sets on andor look almost identical to what they've done in galaxy's edge so i feel like when i'm watching it i feel like i was there like i saw that i saw i mean i didn't it wasn't exactly the same but it feels just like that so it's another connection that they're making that because um galaxy's edge takes place on black spire in this black spire outpost on the planet of batu um and it the buildings and the architecture and all of the looks very similar to the planets that they're using on Andor. So it was just, it was like, it just like felt right to me. So <laughs> there's oh, that's, that sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's my thought on Andor and my predictions and hopefully I'm right because I'm, yeah, really I can't, right. I can't wait to see how this like plays out this thing with yeah. the 12 episodes and everything. I think it's going to be, it's going to be really cool. Um, so, so here's our last topic. Um, cause two shows came out very similar as, as far as like from the same genre, yeah. not necessarily similar in, in, in context, but, um, so it's rings of power house of dragons, yeah. both. I don't know why one didn't delay for the other one. They're both very expensive shows, yes. both like shows that people are really waiting for. So, um, I've watched both of them. I'm caught up on both. Um, yeah, so, uh, what, what are you, what's your take on, rings versus dragons now putting it keeping in mind that they're both two totally different shows really yes. other than that they're both like fantasy based so yeah so i love them both like i i was i was really surprised i kind of thought that i'd like one more than the other and the other would kind of you know fade away or whatever but they're both so different um but they're both so in keeping with their source material do you know what i mean so house of dragons feels just like to me feels just like game of thrones mm -hmm. i i love this new house of dragons to me it's it's on par with game of thrones i i just love it i, I love the characters i love what's happening i love the you know trying to figure out who's being pit against whom and like battles are coming and dragons and i i love it and it feels like game of thrones and so does the lord of the rings feels like the peter jackson movies like it looks like that but i just the Lord of the Rings one is so beautiful. Like I cannot, every time I watch it, I'm thinking, how is this not on the big screen? 
Like it yeah. is so epic. Like it is every scene is just massive and so much detail. And the score sounds like a movie score. It's like I, it just blows me away that this is this is the quality of TV that we're getting right now. <laughs> yeah, no, it's amazing. It's uh, Rings of Power to me is like obviously much more fantasy looking. I mean, you also have dwarves yes. and elves and things like that, but even the backgrounds are very fantasy sort of like looking. Uh, yes. House of Dragons, obviously a lot more gritty, a lot more political. I would say there's, yes. there's politics in the other show as well. Um, there's things on both. I, I'm not huge fans of like, yeah. so House of Dragons. I, there's a couple things. Um, one, the wigs. Like, oh. the, the target, like I just like I, my friend Steve had mentioned them like and now I can't stop thinking about them every time I watch it like they're they're they're, they're not they're just look terrible in some cases like they're yeah. pretty, like they're pretty bad um yeah. the uh in, the, in this in the newest episode I don't know if you've caught up yeah to the, I've watched it yeah that particular episode the wigs are not good <laughs> no no it's I mean they're they're kind of they kind of uh like sort of painted themselves in a corner with how how the, the hair of like the Targaryens would look you know what I yes. mean so yeah. Um, there was something else in, in house two that I, I was just not a hundred percent on, but I, I think it's because in house, the one thing I, I, I just, I, I'm waiting for more, like, I want to say fun characters, but more characters I can really get behind, um, yeah. in this, whereas house had that, or sorry, um, game of Thrones had that, whereas this one, they haven't really emerged where I'm like really behind a certain, like everyone seems evil to me. Everyone seems like they're, everyone's conniving. Like, um, so it's like, I just, uh, um, I'm look, looking for that kind of fun character that I can kind of get behind. But I mean, that, that'll probably emerge over time. Um, I'm just like, yeah, but, but you're well, right. I mean, the the original game of Thrones, like Tyrion uh, was a pretty serious character, but he was, he was witty. Yeah. Um, as well. Like there's there, none of the characters in house of dragons are really witty. Cause they're all, yeah, you know, you know, there's, there's not like a really like, like a lot of humor. <laughs> and I guess like, and not that the other one had a lot of humor, but it kind of did. Like it had like yeah. a, some lighter moments. And this one just is sort of missing that. Everybody's just so angry in it. Like yeah. generally, I do like the King a lot. I like the, I love that guy. Um, the yeah. other, uh, the other thing and on the other side on Rings of Power, I'm finding it slow. I find it very yes. slow. Like yes. I, I've literally, I think I've like nodded off in every episode at least once. No. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I just, yeah. and again, I'm looking for characters to grab onto in this. And I think, because Lord of the Rings had the Hobbits, and then as the Hobbits progressed, you kind of added characters yeah. that you kind of learned to love. This is like there's a characters like all over the place, and it's it's very hard to like really attach yourself to characters only because you'd only see them for bits and pieces. Like I like I love the uh, the like they're like I guess they're Hobbits. I guess like the um, that's like, or early that's Hobbits. Yeah. Yes, yeah. they're just more nomadic <laughs> Hobbits than the they don't yeah. live in the Shire, but. Um, like but, primitive, primitive hobbits. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I love them, and I, there's yeah. a couple things I like, but I just I finding it like again, um, it's just I'm looking for like a, a central sort of character that I can kind of get myself behind and move yeah. and move forward through it. Like that's not so I, serious. <laughs> I, I feel that same way. It's it is slow. Like there's a lot. Like every episode is over an hour long. So there's they they do pack a lot in, and there's also a lot of exposition. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of just characters sort of talking about things and oh, they talk all right, what their plans are. <laughs> so it's kind of different. So in Lord of the Rings, the movies, there was a lot of walking. Yes, this, this show there's a lot of talking, talking. Not, so walking. <laughs> <laughs> not as much walking. So more you, talking. Do you want to watch Lord of the Rings walking, or do you want to watch Lord of the Rings talking? We got we got, yeah, exactly. we got everything now. It's like <laughs> that's right. They wanted to balance it out a little bit. Yep. <laughs>
but just so I mean, dumb. it's so it's so cool visually. It's it's you know, it does are, look fantastic. I mean, they they spent yeah. a lot of money on it, so I should hope it would be like I know. But it's yeah, it is the kind of show that I feel like it's it's going to be hard to go back and rewatch the whole thing because first of all, it's really long. I mean, it's it's going to be I don't know how many episodes there are ten or 12, something along know. that that yeah, yeah I think it's about ten. It's, it's a fairly long show, but there is a lot of, it's not fast paced, but I feel like at this point we're at episode six, I think just finished. Is that uh, right? Was it five? I think just uh, finished. Maybe five. Um, I feel yeah. like it, uh, my prediction on this is it's going to get faster. <laughs> it's going to get what? It's going to get faster. Here, okay. Yeah. They're heading to middle earth. Yeah. There, there's, there's some stuff, uh, some stuff happening. So I'm just yeah. looking up nine episodes or eight episodes. Oh, really? So in first season. Two- there's only three yeah, left. A, yeah, five just ended, so there's three left in the season. So oh, interesting. Yeah. I thought there were more than that. Well, they got a lot of a lot of traveling to do then, because a lot of Middle <laughs> Earthing to do. That's right. They better start walking and stop the talking. <laughs> <laughs> Enough of the talking, more walking is what we're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and then it'll be hey, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but they're both great like they're just i'm so excited about the fantasy genre right now it's just so it's just yeah unbelievable what I, I just about. i just to me it was like why wouldn't one of them wait till the other one came out or unless they thought like yeah. oh let's put them both at the same time but it just seemed weird that like two fantasy shows of of this magnitude both came out at the same time like yeah. so you kind of have to you kind of have to split like what you're watching right so it's yeah I mean, they're they're on at different times of the week. Like one premieres on Fridays and one's on Sundays. So there is a little bit of a delay. But I mean, really, they could have waited two months with Lord of the Rings and let, yeah. let the one finish. But anyway, it's I mean, it's it's all fantasy all the time now for oh yeah like, two, two solid months. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> I love it. All right, well, that's the end of that uh, end of top pop. So we'll uh, let's move on to the pop capacitor. Let's check it out. All right, it's time for the pop capacitor. And this is where we look back at an old TV show, a movie. We revisit maybe some toys, whatever it is. And we re-review it and see if it's worthy of your time or or something we should have left in the past and buried. We're not sure. Uh, (laughs) So before First Avenger, before Winter Soldier, before Civil War, we had Captain America, the original TV movie. And that's what we're going to be looking at today on Pop Capacitor. Woo! This one was a classic. (laughs) From 1979. 1979. Way back in the old action-packed days in the 1970s tv <laughs> in this classic <laughs> so apparently someone had played captain america in like 1944 in some serial like uh piece but this is the first time someone's made a full movie of captain america so um this one uh it's the kind of the origin story of captain america starring reb brown um he was also in sword and the sorcerer and your hunter from the future if you've ever seen those movies i own them both but he was the lead in in both of those basically it's this is what they've described it as a recipient of a an experimental body enhancement chemical retaliates against the would-be killers as a star spangled superhero that's the description that's been given for this movie (laughs) Is that what happened in this movie? Okay. <laughs> I'm not even sure what happened in this movie. So, okay. uh, so just to give a bit of background. So this is, a, a, like, again, from 1979. It's a TV movie. And so you can imagine the budget, not quite as good 
as you would expect as they can do now. Um, anyways, we'll go through our hits and misses like we normally would do. And uh, do you want to start with a hit or a miss or how do you, I've got one or, or the other, well, whatever. You... Let, let me tell you, my hit list is very, very short. Okay. So the <laughs> short hit list. Okay. This list is quite long. So like, I don't know. Do you want to start? We'll start with the positives. Let's start with the positives. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So my first one um, is the nostalgia from, from 1970s action TV shows. So it, it, I thought it was, it was cool because it did feel, it felt like an episode of Chips. Or <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it felt yeah. like an episode of, of um, the Incredible Hulk with uh, with um, Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, Lou the Lou, Lou Ferrigno version. Ferrigno. Um, it just it it had that same um, music that they used in every action TV show, the same style of shooting. So from a nostalgia point of view, it was fun to watch because it totally felt like those shows. Yeah. Um, so that was fun. Yeah. Well, I'm going to jump off yours and I'm going to give a hit to the music. And oh, so yeah. as I'm watching it, well, first of all, it kind of ranged between sort of an actiony type music, like from, from that time period and yeah. like porn music, depending on what scene you're in. Yeah. It, it's, it's already, it was kind of like <laughs> weird, a very weird uh, mix of music. But yes. at the, as I'm watching, I'm like, oh my, this sounds like, like something like would be on the A-team, like the yeah, kind of background totally. music they use. Well, it turns out yeah. Mike posted the music who also did the A-team. He was, well, it's, it's, that explains it. That would explain it. Cause I'm like, at the end, I see Mike posting it. I'm like, okay, well that's why, because it's, it, it sounds like uh, any of the A-team music. Like yeah. I feel like Mike Post has just a library of music and he just throws yes. it whatever show he needs it for. Like, but <laughs> and it, it may have actually been repeat. Like it, it sounded so close to other music that we've heard. It could very well have been stuff. Oh, easy. Like yeah. it, it totally sounded like now that I hear it and I knew it was Mike Post, I'm like, okay, that's totally Mike Post music. Like it's a, yeah. it, it sounds exactly like the A-team, like background music for all their action scenes and, and whatever. Um, yeah. There was uh uh, there's a couple parts I thought were kind of funny. There's a part where um, Steve uh, is on the, uh, which is Cat in America. Um, he's on a phone with somebody. And every time they cut to him, there's music, like some sort of action music playing. But when they cut to the other person in a lab, there's none. But yes. I'm like, but then I'm like, is this background music that's playing like where he is? Or is this just <laughs> action music they're playing when they show him? I couldn't quite tell. Because like, yeah. after he gets off the phone, the music's gone. So I wasn't sure where this music was coming from. Like I, I thought it was like just accent music, but it was apparently not. Uh, I feel like um, Steve that this particular Steve Rogers carried around a little boom box with him <laughs> and it just played action music wherever he went. <laughs> Cause I got the same thing. It's like, where's the music going? Why is the music not carrying through this whole scene? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> there's a lot of like weird music, like stings and things, but it was very television, less movie sounding, more television yeah. sounding for sure. Very much. Yeah. But, but I still, yeah. I think again, nostalgicness and, and because I watched so many like, shows that Mike posted the music for I think that's why I was like enjoying the music portion of it because it just it was very nostalgic sounding absolutely so there's a hit um I actually only have one more hit so I'm gonna throw it out oh, there okay. right now <laughs> okay, I, think I only have two do it out I look at it yeah <laughs> okay here it is uh it's a lot shorter than the current Marvel movies <laughs> <laughs> Yep. So this movie is only like an hour and 35 minutes or so, 37 minutes. So it's a significantly shorter than most of the, the Marvel movies. So you can get through it fairly quickly. Can I just say, though, this movie seemed a lot longer than an hour 30. It like, sure I, I, at one point I was like, this is like, what are we, two hours into this? And we're only like yep. an hour in at that point. I'm like, okay, my yeah, only but... other hit 
um, yeah. was that the uh, I, I love in these old shows, like the elaborate setups to capture somebody, which yeah. could be a miss in some cases. But the uh, like there was like the uh, there's a part where he's he Steve uh, Rogers is driving. So they, they have this like I, I don't know. Again, like in a lot of these movies and shows, how do they know where this person's going to end up going? Like there's like he ends up going down this this kind of this road. So they end up having this construction crew which yeah. diverts them onto a side road. Like, I, I think they're trying to kill him, I guess. I don't know what they're trying to do, but it was so convoluted how they were going to, like how this, like the setup and everybody's dressed up as construction workers and everything. I'm like, this is so like 19, like early eighties action. Like the, like yeah. this, like why they would go to this much probably at least have someone stand, like step out and shoot him in the car. Like that would have been done. <laughs> like it was just so ridiculous. Like, okay. So oh, oh, gonna... they, had a, they had an oil slick as well. Oh, so yeah. Goes off the road. Then they then they have another truck that puts a big oil slick so his car would spin off the road. And that yeah. was like, I'm like, why, why all the like they could have just shot him from like a sniper? Like it would have been so much easier. Because what happened was okay. So let me I, I just need to to um piggyback off of this because this is my first miss. Okay, this, yes. this particular scene. So this particular <laughs> scene is literally the opening of the of the movie. It's the very first scene, essentially. Well, almost it's almost the first scene. Uh, right off the top where Steve Rogers has gotten into his van and he's driving and he's got it, he's been diverted. But to go to go along with what you're saying, not only did was this massively convoluted and huge and would have been really expensive for them to set up, but the fake construction workers stopped him uh, at the roadblock and said, well, we're doing some construction over here. You have to take that road up there. So the bad guy was literally standing about three inches from him to he tell him to kill him. Road. He could have just like like choked him out <laughs> or something instead of saying, "No, you got to go up there because we've got an oil slick truck that cost us a lot of money and we got to use it." <laughs> I was like, it was so mean? convoluted. I was like, it was so much so that it, it, it i was like what is going on in the scene? Like, why is why are these villains like so stupid? Like, what yeah. what is going on here? Well, my my thought on that whole scene was, did I miss an entire backstory? Like, did I miss like the first half hour of this movie that explained why they even knew who Steve Rogers was? Like, there was no setup at all. No, no. The reason that they were wanting to kill him. Like, <laughs> anyway, we yeah, don't want to go into all the details. But there was something. It, I, honestly, I'm not even 100 percent sure. I just know it had something to do with it. like his dad had like, which would would have been the the equivalent to the super serum. Yes, but but uh, again, here's one of my misses. I'll go right into it now, which was that Captain America has a history, yes. and I mean you, you could deviate from it a little bit, and the and the new movies kind of do, but they say kind of the same. So it's it's not the it's they he doesn't turn into Captain America in the war. His dad was sort of Captain America, and he's the son of his dad. But his dad was never like I don't think he was a superhero, so to speak. No, I'm his, not really his sure. His father was like his father was like a lawyer who they gave the backstory they said his father was i guess kind of a lawyer and he was going after like the top criminals like the gangsters like the mafia guys in the world and taking them down um like because of their criminal behavior and he he was so successful at this that the criminals nicknamed him captain america i don't know how that why captain america has anything to do with him taking down mafia leaders and putting them in jail but that that was the backstory so his father had nothing was no was not a superhero <laughs> had no superpowers he just 
was going after the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, and so, so in this though, they, instead of like calling it the super serum, which would have been like, okay, I got it. This is going to make him strong. Like by the word super or whichever they call it flag, which yeah. is full latent ability gain. Yeah. That's what, that's, that's what it stands for. And I'm like, that sounds like something like where people go, okay, we, we need to call it something and we'll call it flag because he's got the flag on him. But yeah. now we got to, now we got to find words that fill out that. It, yes. it makes no sense. It doesn't even flow like full latent ability gain. What, like, what's that yeah. mean? Like, I don't even know I what that know. means. Like, it, it's called the super serum. He got it right there. Like, it's yeah. like, why did they have to come up with this stupid acronym? Like, that makes no sense. I don't, know. I don't know. But so going along with the whole backstory thing. So Steve Rogers' actual backstory was that he was like in the war and he he really wanted to be a, a soldier. And but he was too young and or too tiny and whatever. And he was like a he was like a real American hero to start with right like that was kind of his personality in this one this steve rogers is like a sensitive beach artist he's like literally he he there's he this guy has zero charisma oh yeah none all he wants to do is sit on the beach and paint and draw pictures he literally says at one point i want every day to be the same like he actually says that like he has no ambition he has no charisma like there's no reason at all that this guy would make a good superhero because he doesn't care about anything <laughs> i guess that's the, i guess that would be the contrast of like him versus like what he becomes i i don't know but it but wasn't very well explained that was the problem but he didn't like, really even get past that because at the end he was still drawing pictures and making <laughs> paintings i'm like this is like the lamest superhero guy i've ever seen like <laughs> he also he um was he not like a, a like in the army himself like at some point prior yeah. to this like so he had some well, military experience that's what he said he said um, at one point he uh he had been in the in the military and then in the marines and so he was tired of saying yes sir and having to take orders from people so now i'm just going to be a chill beach bum and draw pictures of people and but i mean like he didn't even want to be in the military like he didn't have any desire like it was just he was so boring yeah that was that was one of my misses as well as it was like the most boring origin story i've ever heard like it was just it was just like like just a snooze fest this yeah. thing. Like it was like, what is happening? They, they, I will say in this generally, this was so very slowly paced. Oh, like crazy. like almost like like snail pace of, of yeah. storytelling. Like it was well, there was yeah, and that leads into one of my misses. This movie could easily have been a half an hour shorter if they cut out all of the long takes that they did of Steve Rogers just staring into the camera thinking. Because the camera would come to him and he'd do this. And just <laughs> look like he's staring, and they would stay on that for like a solid like thirty seconds. If they took all of those out, the movie would easily have been half an hour shorter. <laughs> the jump on that miss, it was the uh, my other miss was the long shots of people driving. Yeah, there were so many shots of just like aerial shots of, of yes. like I, I don't know if they got a helicopter for a day or what it was, but they they used it, man. It was like so many aerial shots of people driving. I was like, Oh my God, stop driving. And they'd have this screeching like rock guitar, like as they're driving, (laughs) like this kind of like rock, like this music, like this action music. And it's like, they're just driving around. They're not doing, they're being chased. They're just like (laughs) driving from one location to another. Like it was so like, so long. 
that was one of my misses too. I actually wrote down, if you've seen a helicopter fly for 30 seconds, you don't need to, to watch it fly for another 10 minutes. Yeah. Like you yeah. get it, it's flying. <laughs> but yeah, they had to make use of the whole $3,000 they spent on that uh, helicopter rental, I guess. I don't know. But they literally like filled it. This movie should have been a half an hour TV episode. Like that's yeah. that's what it should have. There was so much extra garbage that didn't need to be in there. The, um, so, sorry, go ahead. yeah. You, oh, what's your uh, next miss? Well, I was going to say my other miss, just going along with how boring Steve Rogers' backstory was. He also, I, 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 I'm quite confident they botoxed his face because for the first like half of it, he didn't even smile. He didn't literally didn't change expression at one point in this opening scene where we talked, we told you about where he's gone off this road, his van crashes. It literally rolls down the hill, down a hill. And he, and then they cut to it and he just gets out of it and totally stoic, just looks around and kind of brushes off his shoulder and just walks away. Like no emotion, not like, oh my gosh, this just happened. He literally was like, all right, okay. And then, and the same, and the same thing happened at one point, one of his, family friends his father's friends is is murdered in his house and right. steve rogers like gets to him or he's he's murdered so just before he dies steve rogers gets to him and the guy dies in his arms and it was exactly the same thing no emotion no smile no tears the guy dies and steve rogers gets up and goes to a phone is like uh yeah so uh he just uh he just died and uh yeah, I think he was murdered or something. I don't know. But, but like, there was no, I'm like, who asked this guy? He had zero emotion on his face at all. Like, at all. He didn't show any emotion. <laughs> I know he had a lot of range. I'm not really sure. Like, the, uh, like, like he, like, like, Red Brown looked apart. Like, he looked like he, like, you know what I yeah. mean? If he was, like, he, he was probably like close to seven feet tall. He was a tall guy. Yeah. And buff. Like, he was, he looked, yeah, he looked like, Physically, he looked like he could be Captain America, but that that was that's the only attribute that he had <laughs> because he just like his acting ability was so bad. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, one of my yeah. one of my misses has to do with the costume. Um, okay. I mean, I, okay, so we're, I'll put in perspective that it, this is from 1979, so it's it wasn't bad. Like it was, it had like. Um, it's like we're um, the Captain America in the new movies has like the cowl. His was like a helmet instead because he didn't have to ride a motorcycle. So they had him in a helmet yeah. um, and it, with the Captain America sort of like wings painted onto the helmet. And then yeah. like this sort of, I don't know, like a jumpsuit. It's, it's behind you in the shot there. You can see. Yeah, um, it looks more like he looks more like Evil Knievel. He does. He actually does look a lot more like Evil Knievel. Yeah. And his shield was see-through. And I'm, I'm assuming it was see-through so that like when the camera when he had it up, you could see, you still see his face through it. I'm assuming that's yeah. why. And I it guess. was more, but it was obviously plastic. Like it was like, it because it, it would, it would kind warp. Like, <laughs> yeah, it warped like plastic. My, yeah. my biggest problem with the costume is it, this is a Captain America movie. And I realize it's, it's an origin story. It was an hour and 14 minutes. I counted until you saw him in a costume. Like an hour <laughs> and 14. Only, the movie's only an hour and 37. <laughs> yeah, so there's maybe 20 minutes left in the movie where he can actually wear it. The rest of it, he yeah. doesn't wear it at all. So yeah. I'm like, like it just seemed weird as a cat in a movie that's based around Captain America that he's not in the costume within the first half hour of the oh. movie. Like that's because 40 minutes. I'll give him 40 minutes, like to get yeah. into a costume. But 
That's because nothing happens in the first hour and 14 minutes of the movie. Oh my God. <laughs> you had to take that time to tell you nothing, to do nothing. <laughs> it was literally just filler. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what was happening. I don't but know. But I'll, uh, I'll, I'll jump on the back of that miss. Oh, yeah. uh, when, so you're talking about the costume. I'm going to talk about this motorcycle. Oh, so yeah. he's, he's given this super cycle. I don't know what it's just, it's literally a motorcycle that looks very 70s. It's kind of cool looking. But yeah. I, like this is, I guess, supposed to be his, like, sets him apart from people because he's got this super motorcycle. It It's super because it has three buttons on it. So it's got three things that he can do. Um, one of them is rocket launch. One that of them sounds is cool. Jet, yep, jet assist. Oh, nice. And one of them is one of them is silent. So rocket launch is only used to like propel him out of. So the 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 <laughs> the motorcycle stored in a van. So the rocket launch is only used to propel him out of the van. So once he's out of the van, that's the end of the rocket launch. You don't need. That's not <laughs> an actual rocket. It's literally to like shoot launch him out. out. Okay. Van. Yeah. So that's what that one's for. The um, the uh, jet assist is like a turbo boost. So if he needs to get away, he could just hit the jet the jet assist, and it just gives him a boost of speed. Like okay. it just makes him go fast. The silent is literally to make the bike silent. Yeah, that's that's it. So this motorcycle, all it can do is go fast and be quiet. <laughs> Those yeah, are the capabilities of this motorcycle. Be fast did, did, be it, did it really need the rocket launch button? Like he has to get out of the van. So I don't like that would be how he'd get out. So I don't know why he needs a special button for it. Like, I don't it's know, like why couldn't they just put a ramp on the van to, and he could just like just drive down the ramp? Like if it says <laughs> the word rocket, give him some rockets to shoot out of Yeah, shoot out or whatever. Yeah. Like this this motorcycle did nothing, but but they spent probably 10 minutes, like a 10-minute scene of him just tooling around on the motorcycle through the dunes oh god the, those driving scenes going and going and going and at one point he's driving down in the dunes like on a beach in a dune and there's like a, like a a jump like a like a ramp that he jumps up one side and lands on the other side literally like evil knievel because this is the 70s when evil knievel was popular Wait, that, yeah he was big at that point yeah, yeah. for sure so they they threw in a jump ramp in there for no reason and then he it's just like what is happening here i don't even understand how this has anything to do with superheroes <laughs> I know, so dumb. Uh, one of my big misses in this and i think it's a pretty huge miss there's no real villain in it like there's no like nope. really super established villain there's like yeah. and i'm not talking like a super villain like there was a bad guy who kind of like was part of like a mob or something or who wanted his, to get steve rogers killed but yeah. he wasn't really well established like I, at one point i didn't even know he was the bad guy like i just he wasn't like he, he didn't command a, like a presence of like hey i'm the bad guy here and this is like there's there's a real reason why i want to get him like you know what i mean like it just wasn't really there until maybe the end in fact the guy that was sort of steve rogers handler who was sort of like trying to get him to become captain america it seemed more the, just the actor seemed like he'd play a better villain than the guy who yes. played the villain like well, I, I was fully expecting that guy to turn bad. Like I That's thought, what I thought, too. I totally thought yeah, that was going to happen. Yeah, it didn't. <laughs> and speaking of things that went wrong, this is another one of my misses. And maybe I, like, literally wasn't paying enough attention or something. But the, the whole plot of the movie, you'd think, was that the bad guys wanted to steal the flag, like the super serum, right? 
Yeah. But then it ended up that they didn't, they wanted some film of the plans for a hydrogen bomb so they could like create this hydrogen bomb or set it off or something, which had nothing to do with the super serum. Is that right? Yeah. Is that what happened? Yeah. I, I don't even know why they were setting off the bomb in the first place. Like, I don't know what they were like, what they were asking for, or I mean, maybe no. they said, but I, I, I honestly like lost what the, their purpose was. It wasn't, it wasn't well-defined what they were well, really no. trying to do. So like the whole plot is Steve Rogers father came up with the, the came up with a super serum, but also somehow came up with the, the plans for this hydrogen bomb. And so for some reason, the bad guys wanted to kill Steve Rogers, but, they also needed the film that Steve Rogers' father had to create this hydrogen bomb. So why would they want to kill Steve Rogers before they had this film of the hydrogen bomb? Yeah, because like, like does, does he? Did they think he knew something? They, I, I don't. That's why I didn't understand why he needed to be killed rather yeah. than captured and then yeah. questioned. Like I didn't really understand like what was. I have no idea. Like I literally like it. The villains. It's almost like they. For either forgot about the super serum or they didn't really care because yeah, quite just, honestly, it was like the quite honestly the super serum didn't do anything <laughs> this was one of my other misses the steve rogers after taking the super serum his biggest superpower was that he could push people <laughs> yeah yeah he, <laughs> he, he was like he was <laughs> there's one part where i think he jumped really high into like into onto a like he had almost had they, they almost had like a bionic sound and he jumped really, yeah. remember he jumped really yeah. high onto like a so he had some enhanced abilities, but they, again, they didn't show them. They didn't like show him like bending something or like, Oh, he's really super strong or picking up the back of a car or like, yeah. um, there was a at couple one, parts. At, at one point he said, I could hear them and I could see them from far away. Okay. Yeah, I, that was the only reference to that. El, El Lamo, man. That was yeah. like, so <laughs> at the, my, one of my misses at the end, it, it was weird. It's, I call this like weird side conversations that were like not necessary in the movie. Yeah. Um, this whole, there's this whole big sequence at the end where he ditches his, he catches up to like a transport truck, the hydrogen bombs and he gets on the back of the truck and all this stuff. So he gets, so the truck's moving, he's on the truck and he calls his boss who happens to have a helicopter or something. And he goes, and, and it, within this whole action sequence, he's on the truck and he's like, oh yeah, by the way, I had to drop my bike off, which means like he, he jumped off the bike onto the back of the truck. So yeah. if you guys can go pick that up, that would be great. Like, and I'm like, you're in the middle of this big action scene and this is your concern. <laughs> like there's a yeah. hydrogen bomb in there and your concern is like, oh, your bike's left on the like I-75 <laughs> and someone needs to go get it. Like, it was like, <laughs> like that'd be the least of his concerns, but this was very concerning to him. And I'm like, why is this even a piece of dialogue? Who cares? You know, they're going to go get the bike at some point, right? Or exactly. make them a or, new or one. Or you like, don't. Yeah. Or, or you don't. Like, it doesn't, it does not matter. Like, it's it's no. really not a thing. Like, but it had to be mentioned. Like, it seemed weird that he had to mention this to the guy that's like, oh, yeah, we dropped yeah. the bike off. And it, it was like. <laughs> some Somebody on the crew, some one of the producers probably went, you know, the viewers are going to wonder where that bike went. We should probably yeah. acknowledge the fact that he actually got off of it. <laughs> yeah, like, they showed him get off it, but then he was concerned yeah. of, like, that someone was picking it up for him because he didn't want to leave yeah. it there. Like, so. No, he didn't and want then it there to was, get stolen. I don't know. <laughs> and then the, the bad guy had, like, a bomb attached to his chest. And I think yes. if he died, it would go off. Like, I think it was yes. the idea. So yeah. Steve Rogers puts like um, exhaust into the back of the truck, knocks him out basically. And then yep. he calls the boss and the boss is like talking him through like, so what does he look like? Is he okay? Like, is he yeah. like, and I'm like this whole like conversation, like who cares? Like, it's like, it, it literally sounded like um, dial a doctor, you know? And it, like, it sounded like, yeah. yeah. It, it, how do you like, pulse? 
How yes. is like, I, I don't need to see all this. Like, and it wasn't even exciting. Like it was like, no. he knocked him out. Like he's not dead. So no. why? And, and, well, and Steve Rogers was literally, well, his, his lips are turning a little blue right now. He literally says this, his lips are turning a little blue. I don't think that that's very good. Like they were like trying to diagnose what was wrong with him. Meanwhile, we know what's wrong with him. He got, he was blacked out because he like, send like exhaust fumes into the truck there was no question about what was wrong with him <laughs> i know and, and then that was like okay he's the bad guy's like down but he's he i'm sure he's gonna suddenly come back like he's gonna like revive and then they're gonna have a yeah. big fight scene in the in the yes. back of the truck no that was it they just nope. pulled over and he was done like it was like oh he's yeah. still alive excellent all right we're moving on yep. <laughs> like, what? Like, there was there was no high action like it was like it was so boring like there was zero payoff literally zero payoff zero payoff zero for an hour and 37 minutes of watching this movie <laughs> there was zero payoff <laughs> yeah that was terrible so like i don't know I, do you have any more I, that was the end of my miss that was and, I, that was that was it i'm i mean i've got i've got lots more to say but i, I mean there's there's nothing more that we need to say about this. yeah i i'm i'm already <laughs> angered enough from this movie like i'm just so angry about it yes. it's so it's so frustrating to watch i'm like what is going on and like this is my this is how i'm going to sum it up first of all i'm going to say this is like didn't stand up the test of no. time i mean other than a bit of nostalgic of of how it was shot in the time period it was shot in it could have yes, the music it, yeah in the music it was it does not stand up it is like so slow and so boring and it was yeah. like it just there was nothing there like the script wasn't good like they, like i mean we we're kind of like making fun of red brown but he didn't have a lot to work with either in this no, in this really movie didn't. like as far as scripting goes it was terrible and the story yeah. was terrible like it was just convoluted for no reason it could have been a lot simpler and I don't know. So apparently this movie was a million to make and it did. I have it here. It did have a sequel as well. <laughs> really? So it was, yeah. It's called Captain America death too soon. I haven't watched the sequel yet, but so I'm oh, assuming really? he's, I'm assuming he's in costume for the whole, that, or at least most of that movie. Cause now this, now it's been established, but right. I, 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 I kind of want to watch it, but at the same time, I don't. <laughs> no, I think you, really need, you need to watch that and you need to report back. Cause I need to know I, if, if he was redeemed, if this was redeemed in any way. <laughs> oh, I know. And that, well, the other thing too, is I read, but just, apparently he was at a Comic-Con and he said that originally this movie was, they wanted it to cross over with the Hulk show, like oh. do sort of a crossover movie. And also with that, remember the, there was a Spider-Man movie that came out in like 77. Yes. Like it was like, so he wanted to cross over with that as well, but none of that ever came came about, but, but it would See, make sense because this felt like a pilot for a TV show is what this felt like. Yeah. That's exactly what it felt like. It totally felt like the like like we said, like the Lou Ferrigno uh, Hulk show or anything. Like it probably would have been better if that had been the case. Like he would have had like other characters to play off of, and they could have started up the Avengers or something. Like yeah. that would have been that would have been pretty cool. This movie would have at least gone somewhere, but because it it didn't go anywhere after this, except for the sequel that I just 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 heard about for the first time. I didn't even know it existed. Uh, <laughs> like it just there was nothing there you need to watch that <laughs> i know i feel like i i feel like i do there's the back yeah, there so i, I think you really do yeah because because you got to make up for the fact and then I, I also have one last thing to add um so i yeah. rented this movie from itunes okay for, for five bucks the yeah. first half hour of the movie um every like every other beat of audio was missing so it was like hey get <laughs> for like a half an hour awesome the, I'm like i'm like 
and and quite honestly i didn't miss anything like <laughs> yeah you, you, you honestly didn't like it was no. this is but why i own it on dvd um yes. the uh, uh no you, you didn't miss anything so you, I, I, i'm assuming you're you don't think this stands the test of time this movie it does not it didn't stand the test of time back at the time <laughs> yeah i mean there was it's, it's i mean it's it you know what though having said that it's it would be fun to if you like got some friends together and did like a watch party or something it would it be would, fun as a watch party yeah because it is like, it's so it's so bad that it's funny like i yeah. actually like, kind of laughed out loud a couple of times with how stupid things were yeah so i mean there is that there it is it's like probably one of the worst movies i've ever seen and it's but it's it's trying to be serious which makes it funny <laughs> yeah so, now th there's something in the sec i feel like i've seen the second movie and i feel like there's something in it that as a kid i it, it actually did catch my attention because I think there's a scene in the second movie where someone has a gun and he has the shield on the ground and he flips it with his foot and grabs it. Oh. Like, he, he, like he kind of flips it up. Cause I remember doing that as a kid, like we used to have like crab apple fights and I I'd use like a, um, a uh, garbage, garbage can, can lid and yes. I, I practice flipping it and grabbing it. Like, and, and I think it's from that movie. I'll watch it. I will watch it and see like, just to, to see if they got any better. I'll, I'll report also, back maybe our next podcast. I'll, I'll do like a, a quick, uh, a quick update. Um, yeah, I do think as I was looking for photos, uh, the, this photo behind me, I was looking for photos. I did find one photo of him and it looks like he's holding a hang glider. So, oh, yeah, there might like be a good hang, hang glider chase. Yeah, there might be a hang gliding chase in this. That would be that would make it worth it. <laughs> I love a hang glider chase. There's nothing better. You know, it's you can't a... go wrong with a good hang glider chase. <laughs> <laughs> so lame <laughs> well i'm glad we finally watched this thing <laughs> oh yeah well you know it's just part of the marvel universe it's uh, it is it is <laughs> this canon, would be, this would be one of the timelines of the marvel universe yes. you know now that it's all been broken off uh, yeah. this would be one well, of the splinter timelines for it's sure canon 100 you know that this guy is going to come back into uh one of the avenger movies somehow he's going to be I... brought back would love if if they brought some of these people back from like these yes. really old movies like like that that would be yeah. hilarious that like was, in that oh, exact I'm, costume like yeah, oh my god they, i'd laugh they sort of did that in the on the dc side with the flash they had that big massive crossover and they brought back burt ward as robin oh, that's right yeah 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 remember? and um uh, linda carter i think was in it um as wonder woman like they they actually went back to the 70s so i think dc there's enough of these out there that i feel oh, yeah. like bring luke lou ferrigno back in he's still yeah, the same all you, need, all you need yeah all he needs a cameo like you don't need yes. much more than that but it would be funny yeah. like it would be oh, really really awesome. funny that's yeah. awesome <laughs> well that's a we'll put a wrap on captain america yep. and uh pop capacitor done and uh thank you so much for uh watching and listening to the show back for a fifth season of course and uh you can always check us out on our socials and uh, I say this every time. I will try to be. Uh, well, I'm not bad on the socials, but not great. Yeah, we're like at, it's we've like actually, we've actually improved our socials. I would say we've improved. I'd say we've improved. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and uh, we're not we're not a breaking news uh, like podcast, but we we yeah. will we comment. We're commenters on, uh, right. on what, we, <laughs> what we see out there. So, uh, but yeah, it's exciting to be back. And uh, please tell your friends to watch it or to watch or to check out the podcast uh, portion of it. Last year, I think I we think did. We we did seven or eight last year. I think it been seven or eight. So you know, we're I think we're 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 doing a pretty good job of. We we started earlier this year than last year. I think we did our first one last year to like the end of October exactly. or something. So it was like this year, we're already it's already on a stronger start. We're all, we're good now. 
I, I, I think we should do at least two Halloween movies this this uh, in October. I'm in. Let's okay, do it. Let's do it. We'll do We'll do the spooky month here on uh, Loop and Larry. <laughs> Perfect. Spooky Excellent. month. <laughs> spooky month. That's the best I can come up with. We'll we'll work. We'll work on that. Yeah, that name. We'll I mean, that. that name needs. Like, we can workshop that a bit. It's yeah, <laughs> perfect. Something now. It's a kids show. Spooky <laughs> month. <laughs> so, that's lame. So lame. <laughs> the Captain America is rubbing off on me now. <laughs> we got to get out of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we got to get out now before we're stuck in 1979. All right. Well, that's it for the show. We'll see you later. Thank you for listening to uh, Loop and Larry Guardians of Geek. Bye-bye. Produced by Matthew C. Loop and Lawrence Simner. A Loop and Larry production. Bueller. He likes it. Hey, Mikey. Bueller. Bad news. Fog is getting thicker. And Leon's getting larger. Inconceivable. Brian's right. It's an elf. Wax on. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? Oh, Captain. My Captain. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Wax off.